Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Here we go for a big edition of Pack Chat. It is Ned and John. Johnny, week two, man. Yeah, we made it to week two, man, and we're still isolating, of course, so we've got plenty of things to talk about, but how are you going to start with? Yeah, going pretty well, man. We've got that 1.5 metres between <laughs> us because we are social distancing, my friends. But yeah, there has been a little bit to go, and a big, before we get too much into things, thank you to everybody that listened to this. We can't believe if we had so yeah. many downloads of just John and I talking random <laughs> rubbish. I mean, look, I would listen to us, so, you know, and I guess my mum would listen to us, so there's a few, but... Uh, and my mum also. Yeah, yeah, but thanks to everybody who's jumped on, and uh, we're really hoping this will become a bit of a staple of the Grey Wolf Network, so, you know, we've had a few listener questions come in. Send in your topics, you know, we really want this to be a show for the people, so uh, hit us up when you can. We are expanding that pack right there. A big shout-out to my brother-in-law who threw me right under the bus, John, because <laughs> Anna's not going to listen to this. My wife Anna is not going to listen to this. And he went and said, oh, in the doghouse, were we? Oh, God, put the foot in it there. So is everything all good now? Everything is kind of all good, but we'll get into that <laughs> shortly. I have got into trouble here and there since. But these things happen, man. First off, yep. you want to wish a big congratulations, and so do I to our dude. Yeah, yeah. Mitch McCarran tied the knot with fiance Abby on Saturday, just gone, and uh, had to do the Zoom wedding, of course. And uh, it was actually pretty cool looking through his Instagram story, he'd screen capped a lot of people that had screenshotted the wedding in, in uh, action, I guess, and a massive congratulations from everyone at Grey Wolf to, to Mitch and Abby, and we do wish them all the best, and you know, it's, as we said in our post on Facebook, it's great to see a terrible situation and like all these sort of uplifting and happy stories coming out of it and people getting by, so it's, it's exciting. Yeah, I think it is too, and like as terrible as it is, they weren't allowed to have all their family and friends around them. Imagine in 20, 30 years' time, you yeah. get to tell that story or we got married via Zoom sort yeah. of thing because of this horrible virus and they still went ahead and did it. No doubt it would be many people's worst nightmares. I don't think if Ash would be too happy if that happened. <laughs> no, no, and uh, that's uh, keeping her up at night at the moment, but we're in November, so we're hoping that, I mean, now it's looking like the restrictions might be lifted slightly, so hoping by then everything will be relatively back to normal, but who really knows? I reckon by November you'll be right there, buddy. But yeah, getting onto the Anna side of things, I finally saw one of my favourite bands live during quarantine yep. which is crazy because a lot of bands are going out there and doing things for their fans which I think is great and Local H did a live set on Facebook and I was yes. very excited about it John I tuned in live and then at the end of the set they actually asked for people to you know request songs to play yeah. so they didn't, they didn't play my song but I did jump in but anyway onto the Anna side of things I had that thing cranking she was on night duty the night before Yep. walks in <laughs> you think you could turn that down <laughs> Oh, Jesus. You're really putting your foot in it, aren't you, at the oh, moment? Man. It was concert time, John. It was concert time. But we do have a little bit of music happening. Yeah. One of our favourite bands, KMK, let us know. Yeah, yeah. The Cottermouth Kings, or is it just D-Loke, has uh, put out mm. a, new, a new song, actually, Fresh Vans. It's actually a really good track. And uh, I have seen a couple of rumours that him and Richter and maybe Saint Dog are looking to do a few things coming up. But, yeah, I mean, it's good that it's, you know, they're, they're using new platforms to try and get out there during this, this crisis, I suppose. But, yeah, the KMK, man. Just whoever's left is getting amongst the new music. They certainly are right there. And that's a song I haven't heard yet. But D-Loke, here's a little bit of a handy bit of trivia for people listening. He's the first guest that you and I yeah. ever yep. interviewed way back in the day, 2010, 10 years ago now, on our other project, The Underground, oh, yeah. which is cool right there. Another great thing happening in quarantine, Twisted, one of my favourite bands. They just went and released an album. As, as you, do. you do. You wake up one day, there it is, a brand new album they've been working away, which was really cool for the fans there 
there too. So yeah. good to see, like, you know, these bands are putting in a bit of work and doing things for their listeners. Yeah, and I think so, man. And, and, and like I sort of said, it's good for them to use this as an opportunity. You know, I mean, it's a terrible time for everybody, but music's such a great way to uplift people, as we all know. And even the offspring making that track about <laughs> Carol Baskin, which we'll, oh. we'll talk about in a minute. But like, it's just, you know, it's great. And it warms your heart. And it's good to see people getting by in such a terrible time. Yeah. And, you know, you bring out Carol Baskins. I think we'll wait until we get into the Tiger King topic for that, John. But yes, I do have many funny things to talk about there. On the topic of funny but lovable at the yes, same yep. time, I'm actually starting to lose my voice. And I think it's because you sent me one of the world's funniest Snapchats, which was of our buddy, Jace Herbert. And have you got it on you there, man? No, you- I don't actually. I- but you do on your phone there because, of course, Herbie's doing uh, Herbs' video vault where he's been reviewing and talking about movies going through the Scream series at the moment and I did enjoy the the fourth instalment that came out earlier today. But Dude, you didn't do one, two and three? I did, no I did but the oh, fourth one did. came out today. Oh man, well you've sent me a snap of his delightful looking head <laughs> looking very confused saying Herbs has burped his way through almost 30 minutes but I do enjoy his content. And that's not a dig at Herbs, I do really enjoy his videos they're fantastic but the, the poor guy had some sort of indigestion or something in that last one. It was so- you would think he would retake. Not our herbs, though, because if no. you were burping through this podcast, I would probably say, look, John, you've burped for the previous 15 minutes. I think we might redo yeah. this. We'll take a break and we'll come back to it. Or, or I mean, the uh, advantage with, with anything like this is you can edit those out as well. But, so, yeah, props to Herbs. I think at about the 25-minute out of 29 mark, he said, oh, I've burped about three times during this video. Herbs, I think it was about three times that number. But, uh, you know, I still I still really enjoyed the, the video and the content's great. And, again, good to see someone having a go. Yeah, I love it right there. Check it out. Herbs' Video Vault on YouTube. And like you said, Johnny, he's gone through the four screen movies. I I just laughed the whole way through, man. Like, it is great content, as you say, but, you know, his dog attacks him (laughs) during these videos. He burps. He sort of talks to himself. He There's just a whole bunch of added bonuses that may or may not meant to actually be in It's just a bit of fan service, I think, but maybe Herbs is going to take recommendations so, you know, anyone can put them through the show and we'll put them to him and the great man might burp his way through your favourite movie. Oh, hell yeah. We'll have to get him on Pack Chat at some time so he can... Well, actually, I've got to admit I've edited him up every single time. I don't leave his burps and weirdness in there. But anyways, it's not weird. It's great. We love you, Herbs. Changing things up. Twitter, I just thought I would say our Twitter is a little bit of a hidden gem, John. Yeah. Because people... I got hit up a couple of times going, who is this mystery NBL guest that you're talking about. Hit us up on Twitter. You would know because it is there. You have been bouncing back and forth. Is the cat out of the bag? I guess you can let the cat out of the bag. I guess we can say now. It's uh, the man himself, Waxy, Lucas Walker, who I'm a massive fan. I got to see him in the flesh in 2013 playing with the Ballarat Miners while I was there doing some stats. And yeah, he was out there looking for some basketball podcasts. So we sent him the link to to GW. Next thing you know, he's on the show. Yeah, I was pretty taken aback by that because he actually went and listened to us first, which is a yeah. It's that intimidating there, but Waxy's <laughs> jumping on board. So if you want a little hidden gem, follow us on Twitter. Yep. You never know what you'll find on there. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we, we like to jump on the Twitter. We're massive Twitterers, I guess if that's the right way to say it. But uh, yeah, jump on there and give us a follow if you haven't already. And yeah, we have a bit of banter on Twitter with some of the, the followers, which is a lot of fun. So check us out. Yeah, Twitterers at GreyWolfENT. <laughs> I actually said to Mitch McCarron on Twitter today, I said, man, you are the Grey Wolf poster boy <laughs> and tied the night. Yeah. What a month. I said, buy a 
lotto ticket. You know, it's all hey, all win for him. Ticking all the boxes, dude. And then good things come in threes, I believe they say. So, you know, yep. lottery ticket. He liked it and then probably unfollowed straight <laughs> after. <laughs> That's off to the good man right there, John. But I guess... Oh, no, wait. I had one other thing. Disney Plus. Are yeah. you on this, man? I'm not, but I'm keen to hear what you've got to say about it. I just wanted to say, if you're a fan of The Simpsons, which I know you mm-hmm. are... Every single season on there, I am basically prepping Grey Wolf watching The Simpsons wow, okay. get on there, as well as all the Marvel movies and whatnot, yeah. which I haven't gotten amongst yet. And, of course, our boys, the Mighty Ducks. Oh, yeah, I love that. You're wearing the, uh, the the jumper there with the Mighty Ducks logo on it. But I'm really happy to see a lot of these older shows getting these releases on these streaming medias. You know, a lot of these 90s cartoons you can now find a lot easier. And, you know, 30 seasons of The Simpsons is going to keep you occupied for a while. And yes, definitely sir. recommend seasons three to eight. That's sort of the, uh, the golden period of The Simpsons for mine. Yeah, I think so. I started at, like, season... 20 because I know I guaranteed have not seen those episodes. Yep, yep. So it's just been cool because it's all new content for me even Brilliant. though it's like 10 years old now. Yeah, it's very cool but the more of that sort of content we can get on there, the more we can share it with our kids and people that didn't get to see it at the time because obviously back then we had to throw the VHS in just to record something so I'm very keen to check out a few more of these shows, man, and that's obviously what we've been doing the last few weeks. Well, that's what it's all about in quarantine, isn't it? Lockdown. Pretty much. Keeping yourself entertained, listening to us banter and talk about the Tiger King. Yeah, here we go. Man, Herbs, he... The guy that we were just referring yep. to with his YouTube video, he only got halfway through. He was just so horrified by the Tiger King. Let's break it down a little. I don't want to give too much away, but there definitely will be spoilers throughout yeah. this. Yeah, and I think we, we mentioned that last week that we'll give everyone a bit of extra time to watch it all. And now it's been out long enough, I think. We should be able to give away a little bit of the show. Uh, and they've also released that extra episode, which we watched the other night as well, which was a, a little bit of a disappointment. But there's so many twists and turns and characters and stories in this documentary that it's hard. I don't even know where to start. Well, we'll start with this, man. It was watched by 34.3 million people over its first 10 days, which is the most popular in Netflix history, if you don't mind. So there's a few of us that have jumped on board. Yeah, that's probably the majority, I think. And a lot of those people are Grey Wolf fans, so hopefully we're not (laughs) going to spoil too much for them. But I actually saw Herbs' comment about that he made it through the first, halfway through the first episode. Do you think he was intimidated by not being as cool as some of these characters? I think the thing with Herbs there is he wanted to be the third husband. Yeah. Right, they, Joe already had two. Herbs wanted to be three, and he knew that wasn't going to happen yeah. because here's a spoiler: Joe ends up in jail. So Herbs, if that's the reason you're upset, I'm sorry. Oh, that's it. He can burp his way through the next couple of episodes. <laughs> but, uh, we got to start with Joe Exotic, man. As you said, they're married two straight dudes, fed them meth, which is a good note you've put here. Yeah, and that's where the craziness ensued. But it's very interesting. Have you watched the extra episode they released about a week ago? The yes, I have. Whatever where you see the guy and he's now got teeth? Yeah, that one. And it was very interesting that one of the guys said that Joe was terrified of tigers. Did you hear that one? Yeah. Like, he's terrified of the big cats. So every time he got in the cage, there was one sound. I think they said that one of them was blind and the other one was just too old or something like that. So very interesting, different spin on the Joe exotic it does, character. It does make it a lot different, doesn't it? And I guess if I was in his shoes, and thank God I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I would not want to be jumping into tiger cages either, man. Like that no. is something else. No. Nah. Playing around with those things. That was ridiculous. But I have to say that probably my favourite part 
part of Joe Exotic, the man, the character, was when Carol was going to take all of his stuff, so he decided to take it down to the lake and blow it up. I thought that was just hilarious. Like, oh. stuff you, you're not taking any of my stuff. I'm just going to shoot it and blow it up. Yeah, you want my bed? I'm going to blow <laughs> yeah. it up. You want my, you know, car? Same deal there. Yeah. He blows it up. <laughs> all there to see in this fantastic Netflix series. Like, oh. it's, I'm not sure why Herbs has beef with it, but the thing is, is this is a true story like we've yep. talked about. Yep. And basically, you've got the three Tiger Kingdom owners there. you got your Joe Exotic, your Carol Baskins, and of course, Doc Antle, <laughs> yes. man. He, wow, I don't even know where to start with no. Doc Antle. He's like one of the creepiest guys in history. He is, isn't say? he? Yeah, and the way he sort of uh, finds his partners and you know brings them in as teenagers and they sort of get stuck there because, of course, they interviewed the girl who was in that situation, then left. But, I mean, is Doc Antle creepy or has he just got it all worked out? I've got no idea. Well, yeah, he probably <laughs> does have it all worked out. And, like, I think one of the names they call him means God or something yeah, like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I think he, he had that himself. He came up with that himself. But As you do, John. Yeah, I'm sure that's course. how Ash will be referring to oh, after you get married. Mate, of course she already does. But uh, <laughs> it's very, very interesting getting that follow-up series. One of the guys mentioned, I can't remember who it was, that even though this documentary paints, as you said, Carol, Joe and Doc as, you know, trying to rescue animals and doing the right thing, at the end of the day, they're just out there for money. Oh, I think that's the, that's the obvious theme that comes through the show after you've watched it all. But even with Carol, I mean, like, <laughs> she's out here telling Joe off for doing what he's doing and she's doing exactly the same thing as well as killing her husband. Like, you yeah. can't have it all. <laughs> you can't. And that's the big crazy thing about this entire series is Joe, I feel, and I've got a couple of questions I want to ask you mm-hmm. here. I feel he was very guilty. He was yeah. a very silly, silly oh, yeah. man. Very yeah. silly man. But Carol, I think she did knock off the husband. I feel yep. that she actually did. It all leads that way. Yeah. And if you're hearing us now thinking, what the hell are these guys talking about? You need to watch <laughs> yeah, this series right here. She's in the septic tank. Yeah, apparently. that's the one. Yeah, that was... I, and I'd love to see a follow-up where they actually find out what happened to poor old Don, but it's sort of... She's just... There's something about her. And when she was talking about, oh, if I wanted a tiger eating, I'd cover him in whatever she said. I can't remember it. But it was very... There's just something about her, the nervous laughing, the, the character that she is. And even if you take it back where she came from then ran into all this money and goes well I want to go and I guess follow my dream of hanging out with all these big cats but you know there's this Don guy who's in the way kind of thing yeah it just it all adds up too much for mine for it to not be the truth yeah exactly right but one of the other things that the whole thing is just so insane and we'll post some of the great memes and things that we found over the the coming week about the Tiger King well we're on we'll only stick on it for a week because it is a bunch of fun to look back on but one of the crazy things was that the husband that she allegedly killed. He was like 40 or something when he met her. She was 17, right? Yeah, yep. So, you know, yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad in itself right it there. Can you imagine that? A 40-year-old man pulling over and just picking up a 17-year-old? Yeah, like and Exactly. And on that, the theory really was, I read online, that she was a woman of the night, which is a thing they didn't mention in there, but they were oh. hinting at, and that's how they sort of met. So it's a bit of a twisted story John in Fitz that sense. Yeah. I read all this stuff, man. Oh, it's, uh, man, you came prepared. <laughs> I did not know that. Oh, it's all adding up. <laughs> it's all adding up. So... She got her fix, she got her cash, and she had to get rid of him. And even, like, I think, because he used to go, where was it, to Cuba or somewhere? Yeah, he used Cuba. To, he used to shoot off somewhere anyway. And there's so much doubt around this guy that what could have happened that it's like, well, he's gone. Who knows? There's no evidence. There's no traces. So I guess they just can't make a call on it. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's happening. He's missing to this day, isn't yep, he? he and, is. you know, one of the funniest things that Joe Exotic did and that I found hilarious 
And I was going to ask you this, Johnny, your favourite Joe Exotic dish on Carol. <laughs> Mine was when he had his own lips and that underneath that, pa- <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that... You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, that I do. Paper. Yeah. Oh, it was a picture of the husband, wasn't he, going, Carol? Yeah, and he I, put his Where am I, Carol? I'm <laughs> yeah. coming back to haunt you or whatever it was. I just thought that was uh, borderline brilliant. Like, yeah. I'm like, man, that is crazy and, right there. And see, on that, that's what undid Joe so much. He brought in the dummy, he pretended it was her. I thought that was pretty hilarious, actually. But then when he actually pretends to kill her, I think he shot her at one yeah, point. Yeah, he shot like, her at one point. That does not do you any favours. But I just thought, like, you know, it's... Obviously, it overstepped a line, but at one point, if you were following it live, it would have actually been quite funny, I think, and to you know have these two sides, and then it obviously went too far. But it's just you just got to wonder how these things can get out of hand, and you know, as you say, drugs and different things obviously play into it. But man, it's such a story. It is such a weird world <laughs> that those guys are living in, and the new Carol Baskin's husband who gets walked around like on a leash yeah. and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Come on, man, oh. get out of here! Like it is a very, See, very weird. World. The thing about that is there's that scene in the show, right, where she's leading her new husband around with a leash on his neck. Then there's the scene in the last episode, I think, where the dude that's got the legs blown off is driving around in his car with a skeleton in the front seat. Do you remember that scene? Yes, I do. And you don't even question it at that point because the show is just so ridiculous. You look over all these things that would usually make you question what you're watching, but it's just so insane that you don't even think twice. Well, they actually asked him about that in that follow-up yeah, series. He just said, oh, I needed a friend or something yeah, like that. pretty Didn't much. Even didn't even sort of hesitate on no. that, which I thought was crazy right there. But you're right. By the time you get to that, you're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's, you know, a case of what could happen next. It is one of the most <laughs> bizarre yet must-watchable series ever. And I yep. think Jeff Lowe, he was a big factor in this whole thing. Yeah. Like, he, he threw poor old Joe Exotic under that bus and really saw him coming. Yeah, there's more to Jeff's story than meets the eye. And there was even rumours that they reckon that he was, was it Carol's first something something or she, he was related to her in some some sense get out of before. town is this more of your internet there is more man. internet theories about this sort of stuff but anyway there, there's a lot more to Joe's story and even oh sorry Jeff's story but even you know when they were trying to build this new zoo with that other guy then they cracked them at each other yep. and there's and then have you seen the pictures of Jeff's new babysitter <laughs> she yes. is yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway that's a story for another day but there's something odd about his character that you just can't put your finger on he's done something he's guilty of something Thing, but Well, he was in jail there for a bit. I think yeah. he's done plenty of things, but pretty much what we've spoken about in the last 10, 15 minutes or so may have not made a lot of sense, and that's kind of makes sense because yeah, much, the whole yeah. thing doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Joe Exotic's now in jail. Yep. 19 years, I think. I think so, yeah. But all he ever wanted to be was famous, and now look out. There you go, buddy. Yep. It worked out. It's it just did. too bad you can't enjoy it. Yeah, and it'd be quite funny. Someone also said online if Trump gave him a pardon and then he ran with him for president or something like that. I mean, who knows in this crazy world? But the one guy I'll quickly mention, quickly mention we haven't spoken about was that FBI informant dude that was riding the jet ski towards the end. Oh, that big dude. sus dude. I can't quite remember his name now, but man, there's some characters in this show. And He was the guy who's basically, it alludes to him, yeah. he's about to rat on everybody. Pretty he's much. got more up his sleeve. And that bit where he is riding on the jet ski, hilarious. Yeah. Yep. And on the topic, you were talking before about the offspring doing a Carol Baskins or a Joe Exotic Tiger King song. There is also one by Mercury's a rapper. Yeah. And it takes a more serious tone. 
It is hilarious, man. Like, there is nice. cuts of that dude on the jet ski throughout this, man. You need to okay. check it out. We'll, we might even pop a link up to yeah, that on, on our Facebook page. There's a little bit of swearing here or there in it. And he's like, yeah, you can tell I'm bored right in there. Bam. I, I don't know what's going to happen next. You feel like there's going to be a, a follow-up series or another documentary with these people. It's just interesting to see that they go down Jeff, Jeff's path or I don't think Carol will jump back on again because of all the hate she would have gotten from it. But no who knows? Way. Watch this space. Well, I was reading too before before we jump on to the next topic, that Doc Antle was receiving like 50-something death threats a wow. day from a- animal rights people after this documentary, <laughs> which is very interesting there because apparently Joey's saying that he's going to let all the dirt out on yeah, these people, right. so look out. <laughs> Who knows, man? Watch this space, but tell you what, it's been a, a good way to get through the last few weeks with all this isolation, everything going on, and everyone's going crazy about these methed-up Tiger Kings. <laughs> oh, crazy. yeah, just poor old Herbs. He couldn't be husband number three. <laughs> but first up, John, these three questions just straight yes or no did carol kill her husband yes agreed is joe guilty yes agreed well you can't really go yes or no with his favorite joe exotic diss on carol Uh, you heard mine yeah i i think the the ones where he brought her in and dressed her up before it got a little bit too far were hilarious because there was a couple of scenes where he's asking her questions and mimicking her voice and that kind of thing i thought that were brilliant before it got too far yeah it definitely went too far and the fact that she's still alive and kicking, I guess we can have a little bit of a yeah. laugh about it. And the fact that she possibly killed her husband, you can still yeah. have a laugh about it. But then, eh. Yeah, there's the truth out there somewhere, and I don't think we'll ever find it, unfortunately. No, I don't think we will either. Mm. And I wonder if current husband has watched that series and is thinking, <laughs> oh, shit. oh my goodness. <laughs> <I'm next. laughs> What would you be thinking after watching that? Oh, man. But, you know, one of the funniest things that come out of this was more on a personal level is when we were talking to Steve Prozac Shippy and yeah. he's like, I've been there. Yeah, oh, how crazy is that? That's crazy. And I said to Anna, if that zoo opens, we have to oh, visit. Yeah, we need to. I think it's going to be very popular for a fair while. Yeah, he's going to be laughing his way to the bank, old... Old Jeff. Old Jeff. That is right, right there, buddy. All right, man. Well, let's switch things up to a more, well, serious topic. Not that, you know, murdering your husband isn't serious, <laughs> but let's talk hoops. It is our favourite yep. thing in the world, the last dance. Last week we were talking about our expectations. You've seen the first yeah. two episodes now. What do you take from Man, it? Man, no words. No words. We've seen two episodes of a 10-part documentary, and I would be satisfied if that was it. Like, it was that good. I, I texted a few people afterwards, like yourself, and like I've watched it a few times, both episodes, man, and like, wow, like, this is going to be unreal, this whole series, and what a great insight into, you know, and I think I said it on the first show, like, this is footage we've never seen. And, you know, there's no other way we would have got to see it. But already you're starting to question things and we've got Scotty Pippins doing his thing and Jerry Krause is doing his thing and MJ. It's just like, this is going to be unreal. It's going to be the documentary of our lifetimes. Yeah, to me it's kind of like sport in a way because it's like you're hanging for that next yeah, week. Yep. It reminds me of being back in the late 90s too because you couldn't just binge watch things. You'd have to, well, we get two episodes at a time, but you'd watch mm. an episode... Mm-hmm. Wait a Wake, week. Yep. Next episode's there. I've been looking forward to this all week. Yeah. Half the reason we're recording this one a little bit earlier is because I'm so excited for episodes three and four. But expectations. I don't know where it's going to go next. I mean, we're going to be talking about the Pistons boys, and I know you're very keen to see all that, but it's uh, it's creating a very interesting picture. And, and I know we've, we're going to discuss about Scottie Pippen and his situation because that stuff, I knew he missed that, that 97, 98 season or we missed part of it due to the injury, but I didn't realize 
realised there was so much on it in terms of his contract and not getting along with Jerry and all this sort of stuff. Like, it's just things that you don't really think about at the time. Yeah, very true. And on that subject, do you think he was painted in a bad light? Oh, that's a really good question and a really hard one to answer. Uh, I don't think he was. I think that situation was the way that he, I guess, he created that situation. You know, and even the Bulls owner told him, don't sign that contract. Exactly. You know, don't sign it because you're going to be worth a lot more. And, and it, it's so hard because you can see both sides of this argument. Scotty's grown up in a tough house, as you know. You know, he's had his brother and his dad were in a wheelchair and he wanted that financial security. But at the same time, you know, the NBA was just becoming what it is now, this big entertainment. There's so much money in it. I mean, it's you can't go either way on this one. Yeah, I think because he did grow up in such poverty and whatnot, you get thrown $17 million or whatever. Mm. You just think that is a hell of a lot of money. Yep. you got to sign on the dotted line. You never know what could happen, like injuries. It does happen. Or, or, or what, All the time. Yeah, it does yep. happen. Or maybe he wouldn't have exceeded you know, well, expectations right. or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. Scotty, Scotty's thing though is he did end up getting that payday like as soon as he left Chicago like you know the Portland Trailblazers threw a bunch of money the Rockets threw a bunch of money at him I'm pretty sure his career earnings in the NBA ended up being more than Michael Jordan over the journey is so that a true story? it was true yeah yeah he ended up cleaning up after that massive contract in Chicago but one thing I don't think was good on his behalf is going after guys like Jerry you know yeah. he got real personal there and I think that's a bit I mean he signed a contract at the end of the day you sign up for a contract with your phone your phone company you can't get out of that unless no. you want to suffer whatever the consequences are. So he put himself in that situation, but at the same time, you know, I, I can see why. So it's a tough one. Yeah, exactly. Jerry Krause, he seems like an interesting little fella does. there, doesn't he? Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, like, he does seem like a bit of a moron, but he did build a yeah. very, very good team. So you've got to give him some credit right there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a real tough one because, you know, he did his job. And I think that's what they said very early on in the piece is that Jerry Krause did his job. He built that championship team. And I know that they often quote him about saying that, you know, organizations win championships and not teams and that's obviously rubbed people up the wrong way but I, I guess and as I said in the documentary you know he had this sort of uh, this complex to him that he wanted to be obviously recognized and that kind of thing and it's a shame that he passed away because it would have been very interesting to get his thoughts on the whole thing now that it's all you know gone and done so I mean he might have some interviews later on in the in the series but uh, you know you can't doubt the guy for building a championship side yeah he, he really did right there and he to go out and say that even if you know Phil Jackson had a mm. 182 game Games, it's still that's it. Yeah, you're done. like he did seem to have a vendetta against him, which yeah, was it's, interesting. It is. It's um, it's a tough one, and, and I can also see because remember at the time, you know, Jordan, Pippen, all these guys were well, well into their thirties. They were sort of you know early to mid thirties. At some point, you do need to look at a rebuild, and I mean that takes some massive balls to do that in the middle of these championship eras. And obviously, it took them, you know, like so much time to even become like a playoff contending team from that point. So it's a, it's a very sticky issue for a guy like that. But credit to him. I guess to tell the best player in the world and the best coach in the world that you're done after this season. Yeah, that's it's very crazy. And <laughs> to be honest, I didn't know a lot of this was going on because I was so young when mm. it happened. I had no idea about the money that was surrounded and and whatever. So it's very interesting. It's like I remember that time. Yep. But I yep. don't know the drama and everything yeah. that was around it. Like yep. so yeah, it's it's exciting and I'm definitely interested, but I am very nervous. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I've seen the Pistons documentary. Have you seen it? The Bad No, Boys I haven't one? actually. No. It's interesting. Like, they were, you know, as a coach... 
bad sportsmen when they ended up losing and yep. and they didn't shake hands. I'd like to say they were just ahead of their time for coronavirus. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah you fair, know, fair. You know, not not yep. shaking hands and whatnot, which is fair. But it was pretty badass at the same time. Like yeah. They went out with attitude. With they the, were the bad boys. They had a plan, obviously. And it's going to be very interesting to see it all from the other side of the fence now, from the Bulls side and trying to get through these teams. Like It's, it's going to be very interesting. And I made a note here for us to quickly mention, and we did say this last week, and I think by the end of this 10-parter, we're going to have no doubt that MJ was the best player ever. He's going to win over those few people who are still doubters, but already you can see the work he's done to where he is. So that, that willingness to win, and we all know that he had it, but to actually hear him say it and what he's gone through, and we're only two episodes in, it is just unreal. Yeah, I... Is there many people that really think yeah. that he's not? Yeah, there's still people who there's think that he's people. not. Wow, there you go. All right, man. Well, we won't get too much into that because that's a question that we really will probably do a whole episode on yep. once this whole thing's done with, man. Yep. Which we're sort of getting into that time of this show, man, where this one's done with. We will have some listener questions in a second. Oh, yeah. But first up, some big things coming up this week. Bianca Belair returns to Grey Wolf Wrestling with Nims on Thursday night. Our first returning <laughs> guest, that's man. cool. Yeah, it's... Uh, can we call our Grey Wolf's own now? I think we're about there. Yeah, we will. I hope Nims did. I haven't heard the interview yet. If he didn't, I'm going to be upset. Braun Strowman, did you see? Yeah. I know you're not huge on wrestling, but have you seen him? Yes, he's a six foot eight or something, six foot nine, man. Like, it's a, it's an intimidating dude. And speaking of big guys, how about the big show in his new sitcom? Like, oh, we need to check dude, that out, dude. Dude, I have already finished it. <laughs> have you? The big show show yep. is my favorite show. <laughs> is it really? I just want to say show again. Yeah. You need to watch it. Okay. Have you, you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. No, I we're flicking through the Netflix shows and what you're kidding because the big show was my favourite wrestler when oh, you, you know, everyone went through that phase and, and, and you know everyone's watched it he was my man and I'm like this can't be serious so I'll be checking it out just on a side note as John says everyone goes through that phase I'm you know 30 something years <laughs> in still in that phase thank you yeah nothing wrong with that <laughs> but at one point everyone's followed wrestling in their lives and he was my man back yeah, then yeah big show is legit man I remember him back in the day when he'd come out like long before the WWE he was in WCW and he came yep, out yep. and he's character was there. He had a beer and a cigarette. Oh. Imagine that in this day yeah. and age. Gee. And then you watch him on this big show show where he's like this lovely family going. Yeah. I'll, I'll be watching that definitely up next because I was very interested when I saw that. Yeah, definitely <laughs> check that out, man. I love the big show too. Braun Strowman, though, that interview, it's on our SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever Everywhere. now. Listen to it. He's, you don't think he's going to be that much fun because he's just, you know, a big and scary. big scary dude, but he was actually a lot of laughs. And buddy, this Friday is a big one for yep. us. Everything's still looking good? Yeah, yeah, all under control. So we'll re- announce more details probably during the week, but May 1st being Friday is going to be a big one for us. We're going to be launching another merchandise pre-order, which is going to include a hoodie design, maybe more than one. We'll see how we go. They're all ready to go. And we're going to be launching Patreon as well as a way that people can help support the show and, and help us along the way. Yeah, I can't wait for the Patreon to be happening. You'll have a few little added on bonuses there, but if you can help out, please Please do. We would appreciate it very much. Now, Johnny, my main man, we are running out of time, but we have had some listener questions here. Yeah. So first up, our boy, Coxie. What is your favourite rap artist and album, Mr. Fitzgerald? <laughs> now, this was one I actually had to put some thoughts into, so I'm going to refer to the notes in my phone oh, to answer this one because this go. is actually not easy. And, uh, you know, and, and I thought, because one of the questions he also asked is sort of what got you into the music that you listen to. So I thought rather than sort of newer ones, I'd go with some old ones. And Yeah, that's I, the way. You, you're probably the same as me, man. You could sit here and list albums till uh, <laughs> till 
tomorrow morning if you the had to. The cows come home. I exactly. Did, I did that Facebook thing, the 10 most influenced uh, albums, and yeah. I was like, it really could have been 30. Oh, easily. easily, man. So it was very hard to narrow this list down uh, for Coxie, but I've gone. He's also asked for our rock and metal artists and albums, so I've got a few of those as well. But for rap for me, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Strength and Loyalty was one I used to listen to a lot in high school, uh, as was Cypress Hill, Till Death Comes, which is one of my favourite albums yeah. of all time. We, we tweeted about that, Nettie. Uh, Three Six Mafia's last studio album, Last to Walk, was a massive one for me. That was Await from memory. Uh, Tech Nine's Ever Ready, it was like, oh, yeah. that was up there for me on repeat all That's the time. That's one of the best rap albums of all time. I would put it right up there. Chameleon Air's Ultimate Victory was another one. Came out around that 08, 09 uh, mark from memory as well, and that was an absolute ripper for me. But Exhibit and Cottonmouth Kings are two other artists I listen to a lot of. And, you know, I, I, in terms of actually getting into rap, it's just always been that thing for me. I think maybe the basketball, you know, that's sort of associated with that sort of music, I guess. So it's always been a thing for me listening to these guys. Yeah, I love that right there. And I only went with the sort of one here for you, Cox which won't be a surprise. Favourite rap artist, well, is Twisted, no doubt, in their album, Most Tasteless, their first one yep. ever. What got me into Twisted was ICP and wrestling because I discovered Insane Clown Posse through wrestling back in the day and Twisted through ICP Perfect. and it's on like Donkey Kong from there. Love I'll it. just leave it at the one. And Metal Artist. <laughs> Did you say Metal Artist? Yeah, yeah oh, I haven't yet. I've got I've got a few here. Uh, and, and this is another one, you know, I can't even think of what got me into the, these sorts of music, but it, just one of those things, man. And back in the day, you used to fire up LimeWire and downloaded anything that didn't crash your computer. So I guess that's where a lot of this started. But I I've written three down for the metal genre. Uh, Static X, Start a War. A few of those albums oh. could have been there. That's an absolute ripper. Yeah. Uh, Mud Veins, Lost and Found. I love. That was mid-2000s from memory as well. Yeah. And Trust Company, The Lonely Position of Neutral is another massive one for me when it's I was younger. It's funny that you bring out Trust Company because I'd never heard of them until Spotify recently popped them up on one of my playlists. I'm yeah. like, these guys are pretty cool, one of these songs. I'm going to talk to you about yeah. that after this Sounds podcast, good. man, because that's made my ears prick up. Again, like I agree with that, man. It sounds like you're on that new metal star, star yeah. which gets yep. bagged on a lot, but it's good. So oh, I love it. You know, love Static it. X is one of the greatest albums of all time. But for mine, my favorite metal artist, Fear Factory, without doubt. Yep. And my buddy Blakey got me into them back into the day. Just a fantastic band. Obsolete is the album to check out. Hell yeah. Fear Factory, definitely. But like you said, Static X, there's a whole bunch of yeah. them. Other buddy of ours, Jay and I, we're all over our metal stuff. And of course, Mitch McCarran, yeah. he, he loves a bit of corn, follow the leader, which was a big yeah, one for me true back that. in the day. Yeah, love it. But the next lot, Sam Flattery, your buddy, has yep. jumped in and he wants to talk beards, which is he something does. I have no experience on. <laughs> yeah, no, so I'm, uh, I might have to throw these to you, man. Beards yeah. and beard-related accessories. Well, thanks for the discussion topic for starters, Sam. And uh, he's the man when it comes to anything beard and beard-related, or uh, as he's put it there in the Hank Kill terms, beards and beard accessories. And mine's starting to fill out quite a bit now, and I'm at the point where I need to find some beard oil or something just to keep beard it set, nice and smelling uh, perfect. So we might even have to get him on at some stage to have a, uh, a beard <laughs> a beard discussion. It's a new topic for me, but he's also asked us a few other, other I guess, discussion topics here. Hats off to him for these questions because they are very random and different. I thought that was thought it was all going to be beard-related, but this next one's great. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. And uh, and this might be related to our love of burgers and, and barbecue and these sorts of things, but how to make fast food taste like takeaway when you're stuck in ISO? And that's actually a very good question. And it's a good question for you. I want you to tell me about this burger and I want 
you to post this picture of this burger okay. on our Instagram, Facebook, whatever over the next coming week and say, listen to this. You'll learn how to make Fitzy's famous yeah, burger. Yeah, my famous this thing burger. does look droolingly good. Yeah, and then that's like a little pastime of mine, uh, I guess, making these American-style hamburgers. And uh, there's a few little tricks that I can share and it, uh, it comes down to the meat and it comes down to the sauce and getting the right condiments as well. Like, there's a bit of a formula to it and then you can throw your own spin on it depending on what cheese you want to use and these sorts of things. But to make it, uh, you know, a bit more takeaway at home, you just need to try. You just need to do your research and that's sort of where I've t- tried different things with the uh, the burger sauce and this sort of stuff and, you know, you just got to try things and have a go at it because what's the worst thing? It still tastes amazing. You know what I mean? You just got to keep tweaking that recipe. It looks damn good. So I'm going to pop that up so you're not going to give away any secret her- Bitsy's <laughs> secret stuff or anything like hold, that. Hold that thought because uh, I'm starting to put together a little uh, fictitious business to share some of my recipes and, and different ideas and different types of burgers as well. So keep an eye on this space. Watch this space right here. It is all about... This is what happens in isolation in Grey Wolf. And he's also asked games to play. I'm going to yeah. recommend you get your butt out in the backyard, Flabbers, <laughs> and you shoot some hoop. Has he got a... No, no, I believe he doesn't, but he can always go down to the local primary school. I'm sure the Warwick Nabil one has a, uh, well, They'd maybe they don't... against him, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I shouldn't. <laughs> but uh, if you can, yeah, definitely get out. But if you're stuck inside and you want to play a few games, I mean, you can't go past Cards Against Humanity, these sorts of things. It's very hard to play those online, but one that we've played, uh, we've done a couple of trivia nights over the last few weeks, and another one, look this up if you, uh, you know, you're keen to play a few games with your mates, is Jackbox Party Pack, and we play that quite frequently and it's sort of a game that you can hook up through your laptop or your Xbox and you use your phone as your controller and it's actually a lot of fun you just got to come up with random answers and you know the funniest one wins these sorts of things so that's a lot of fun to get amongst with your mates and Sam plays that with us quite often but thought it'd be worth saying to anyone else who's looking for something to do there you go there's just a couple of ways you can get through isolation well we've given you a few things Heaps. some great stuff to do on watch on TV Tiger King The Last Dance yep. The Simpsons The Big Show Show we've covered it all here this week, man. And plus, yep. you know, we've got plenty of ear candy for when you're out the back doing those squats there, <laughs> flabbers. We've got a whole bunch of interviews to listen back to. Exactly. And that's what we're all about here, getting through isolation and being entertained and, you know, making the most out of this situation, which hopefully will be over soon. Yeah, most definitely. Stick about. We will be back with Lucas Waxy Walker at some time soon, as well as Bianca Belair Thursday night on Grey Wolf Wrestling. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. And of course, if you want to get amongst it and send in a listener question, just hit up our website or even just post a, uh, a comment on one of our our posts on Facebook, and we'll love to. Uh, we'd love to talk about whatever you've got to say and whatever you'd like to bring to the table. Yeah, shout out to your mum, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, anything like that. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. Greywolfentertainment.net.